Griffin, I'm going to stop you right there. I feel like... Griffin? Griffin. Hey, Nick, I just got in. What's going on? Sorry, uh, not- I, j- I literally just sat down on my microphone and put on my headphones. What's, go- oh, what's up? It's sort of a ghost story now. I like how you <laughs> who, the, what you- who was singing the whole no, time. No, I started the theme song up. And uh-huh. then I went to the bathroom because I forgot to take my chewable vitamins. Mm-hmm. Do you keep those in the bathroom? Yeah, sometimes my wife eats them, but they are calcium supplements, and they are just for me because I have weak little bones. And I, she eats them, I get mad, and she said one time, but it's bathroom candy. I was like, can't argue with that. Put it, yeah. What I do with my wife is I, I put it on a very, very, very high, high shelf. Where she can't see it, mm, yeah, because she's got kind of an object permanent situation going on. I, I think I think I'm gonna get some salty ass, bitter ass, chewable vitamins that are just oh. disgusting. That'll yes, now yes, that will take some of the pleasure out of the eating of the vitamins. Yes, what you but, gotta do? You mix those in with your good ones, and then you've got kind of yeah. a birdie bots every flavor bean situation. That's a great great point. Anyway, yeah, that was just the normal theme song. Mm-hmm. We, we definitely uh, didn't lose the rights to the actual theme song and had to hum it ourselves. <laughs> well, we should have looked should... at that licensing agreement. We licensed it for exactly three episodes. We should lose the rights to the theme songs. I don't know that we've mentioned... We always put it in like the show notes, but it's it's a song called Social Science by Maxo off the album Level Music Purchase. It's fucking terrific. Go find it. I think it's it's on Bandcamp. You yeah. get the whole album there. It's it's really, really radical. If you're, li- if you're listening to this on Polygon.com, we've got a link to it on the post, or you can just Google it, M-A-X-O. Yeah, social science. It's sick as fuck. Let's, um... Nick, I feel like we had a good week last week. Yeah. Episode three of Cool Games Inc. I do want to start off by saying somebody sent in a name for surgery date that is so much fucking better than the name we came up with, which was surgery date for our dating surgery sim. Do you want to know what it was? I'd love to hear it. Open hearts. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> it's like so good. It it like pushed it over, pushed the needle just past the point where we could actually release this as a, a tangible physical product, which no, I we wanna, did. And I want to know sort of CFO Nick Robinson, like how we did on it. Well, first of all, I, I want to know from you, just yeah. as my business consultant here, is it too late for us to change the name? Can we go full Kanye and Waves, Wolf's Life of Pablo it and just change the name right now? I think we can go full... Uh, um, uh, what was the name of that movie with Tom Cruise in it? And he would get in the mech suit, and he would fight with Emily Blunt, and but he couldn't die. Oh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. But then they changed the name of it to... Whatever the real name of that movie is <laughs> that neither of us can remember. I'm saying, yeah, it came out, the, the game came out a while ago. I think we can, yeah, let's re- yeah, revamp there was it. Some, wasn't there some like kind of crappy Steam game that did that? They pulled kind of a little heist there and changed their name so they could sell it all over again and kind of wipe their Steam reviews. That was a thing that happened. I Interesting. Feel like. Wow, Steam's just kind of the Wild West, huh? We should, we should kind of, yeah. And I we think should more... fucking get on there. We should take advantage of that. Well, we don't, I will say this. Our games are going to be very refundable. Because <laughs> a lot of our games are based around subterfuge and based around trickery, and I feel like a lot of folks are going to pick get wise to that in like four minutes of playing it and be like a refund. That's true, but I mean, if you think about games like Cook for Q, where we specifically tailored it so the first few hours were enjoyable and mm. then the rest of it was a hellscape, we got to really nail that balance and walk that fine line between making sure that the minute it starts sucking is the minute they can't get a refund. So it's anymore. a two two hours, a hundred at a, at one hundred and twenty one minutes. Mm-hmm. They're out of 
out of the the return policy, right? And that's when the fucking wheels can just just fall a, to, turns into complete. a content vortex. All their quests disappear. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, perfect. Anyway, how do we do on open hearts? Um, we did good. Holy shit, you're kidding me. No, we did a really good job. Wait, compared to what? Like, compared to Skyrim or compared to the other two games we've released? Well, I would say this is a new high for us as a business. <laughs> okay, but unfortunately, one could be a new high for us. We Let me put it to you this way. We, by a factor of seven, outsold our greatest selling Seven game times zero time. is zero. Well, didn't we sell we sold a copy of the other the other one, right? Uh, t- my dad bought it. Yeah, yeah. My so, dad, my dad bought Cook for Cube, which I felt really bad about. We bought so we did sell seven copies. Okay, let me say one thing. Yeah, um, Open Hearts is a online real person to person dating simulator. Oh no, that's gonna get real fucking old real fast. Yeah, but also like we need to put in some sort of infrastructure to make sure we never sell an odd number of copies of the game because then we got a little lonely boy. Yeah, trapped, trapped in a lobby with no one else in it. Yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. Um, well, okay. Well, as long as we keep following the Fibonacci sequence, one, seven. Yep. 13, <laughs> 29, probably back to zero again. And then eventually, just you keep exponentially increasing. Pretty soon, we're going to have a hundred seller on our We're going to, yeah. We're striving for the golden ratio of game sales. Because if we keep going in the fullness of time, eventually we will have infinity sales mm-hmm. on didn't, one product so, some math some fucking math geeks discovered a new prime number the other day didn't they with like a bunch of different i don't like get that old... shit just keep counting up just keep counting up yeah check the oh next there, one. there like, it is i found a hundred disco- no that's not it 101 i, dis- got I discovered it. it i discovered it it's like it's like when pioneers were like like branching out and going west and they'd be like oh i discovered a new place yeah because you took like one step to the left mm-hmm. and you could just like keep fucking doing that i discovered it great just keep going and you'll keep doing it. I figured out a new number. It's a zillion with two extra zeros on it. Whoa. Anyone can do that. It's easy. Nice it's, try, math nerds. Try making games. That's, that's the hard stuff. That's the, try, try pitching. Just look at our ROI. Games. It is the hardest <laughs> thing that you can do. The work is hard. The punishing like lack of reinforcement, both from a, uh, like a, a critical and a financial perspective is like man it makes it so much harder i just want one positive review of one thing that we ever do mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get, get there. there well i mean that's the thing we it's good to have something to build towards it wouldn't be satisfying if we hit it right out of the gate you know yeah, that's true let's start doing some pitches Alrighty, got a lot of good ones like they were at some point they were literally coming in faster than i could read them it keeps happening that they not only is the quantity and increasing the quality is just a record high yeah um, here's one sent in earlier this week from Connor McLaughlin, who said, hardcore educational MOBA. <laughs> it's interesting. We talked about a MOBA last week that your pets could play, but this is yeah. one for, I guess, your kids. And it could be like, oh, you're trying to jungle? Fuck, we need to learn some more MOBA terminology, we should, uh, Hold on. I'm going to, let me just Google this Google, real quick. Google I'll get to the bottom of it. MOBA, MOBA let me, League of Legends wiki. And then I'm just going to hit the random page button, and okay. I think we can probably fake our way through this. You'll edit this out, right? No. Uh, so it's like, okay, so you gotta, you're trying to, you're trying to, you're trying to get your tracker's knife. You're trying to get your tracker's knife, huh? Well, make sure that you do this long division puzzle first. So like every time you go back to the shop, you have to do it. Every time you want to level up, a, just a quick spelling bee. Griffin, this isn't going as well as I thought. 
That's Almost okay. all, all these pages are version 1.000085 of League of Legends, version 1.0023 of League of Legends. Had a lot of versions. There's a game that is there's a game that's currently on top of the Steam charts, and it is called uh, Learn Japanese to Survive: Hiragana Battle. Is that real? Yeah, it's real. It's like a, a RPG maker RPG, but in order to do combat, I think you do combat against Kana, and so like you have to like. Be able to read Japanese to do is, it. Is someone just it. trawling through our mentions and like stealing ideas? What's going on? <laughs> I think that might be the case. So what would the what would the minions be in this scenario? Minions, just minions. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're talking about DreamWorks LLC, all rights reserved, actual <laughs> yeah, but, minions. Yeah, I mean, was, if this is an educational game for kids, yeah, but they gotta, they'd, they'd be like banana. What's three times six? <laughs> I don't well, know to, anything to, about minions. The problem is. If it's an edutainment game, I, I don't see why you're going number blasters when we should clearly be going word blasters. Like, we could teach these kids how to spell banana mm-hmm. and how to spell... What else do minions say? Fucking, I don't know, bro. All I know is they look little Tic Tacs, and I got so excited about that when they made Tic Tacs in the shape of them. That's good marketing. They could, we could put Gru in there. Hey, can I tell you about this pitch that came in from in.ic, which I'd I think love, might just yeah. be Nick? He said battle vapes. Okay. My my mind immediately goes to like a mecha situation. Armored core, absolutely. Yeah. And you can change out your rigs. You can fucking jack up the ohms by getting a stronger car- cardamizer on there. Mm-hmm. You can fucking jack up the ohms. You and then you a, can equip it with different flavors of juice. The mouthpiece can be customized to however you would like it. Absolutely. The body of it, the clearomizer, the tank. You jack up your PB ratio and you jack up your ohms. And you take <laughs> chunky rips of that sweet smoky meat. Did you see we did a very vape heavy monster factory oh, last yeah. last week and uh did you did you see the day that came out there was some senator who was like fighting for vapor's rights and he just like busted out his fucking fat rig oh, right there God. in the middle of the Senate floor and was just like cotton <gasps> up. Did he start slurping down cotton he in was, the middle of our well, nation? You don't slurp down the cotton, you blast out the cotton. Well, That's what it, when you get a heady lungs. when you get a heady plume, you blast out cotton. I feel like I need to go to the the vapors wiki and start looking at the random page button and see what I can learn. It sounds like I need to craft you a rig. No, I'm just kidding. You have to craft your own first rig. It's like My a birthday light, it's like is, a lightsaber. You're right. I, well, first I need to get a good vaping crystal. <laughs> I need to go to a to a small cave. <laughs> Dig it out. In, Dan- in Dantooine. Oh, yes. Welcome to Dantooine. We have the dankest vaping crystals. <laughs> you got any goodens? Oh, yeah. Let me let me pull up my list of favies here. I'm looking at my faves, and it is a mix of game suggestions from for the Cool Games Inc. hashtag, and it is a lot of pictures of people tweeting at me that they are at Carly Rae Jepsen concerts. That's good. You're just kind of monitoring from afar. It's like a small part of you is at every Carly Rae Jepsen concert on Earth. It kind of. I'm getting like minute to minute hot scoops. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, that's interesting. That's the same outfit she wore on Wednesday. Very, hmm, intriguing. Hey, I think it's time that I ask you a question. Yeah? Um, do you live on a, on the street? Well, I don't live on the street, but you know the, um, what's the word for like the kind of the circle that's made of metal that's in the middle of the street? You can go under it. Manhole? That's where I am, yeah. Okay. I do live I, in sort of a car. Yeah, I've always uh, wondered, because it sounds like every car that passes by in, in your audio, it sounds like it's driving fucking through you like your ghost dad. Yeah, you're not, like, not through, but over. Kind of on top of me. Okay, interesting. 
here's a suggestion from Mecha Spooky who just says Moon Crimes. Which I I really like because first of all, we've got to define what law looks like. There isn't one. Like a law has to be established by a a government and a council of law makers and law enforcers. And there mm-hmm. just is not there is no such thing like that on the moon. Can you sp- is it a speed limit? Is there a speed limit law? There should be, huh? Yeah. Or yeah, like cuz I don't want to I want to let our players do sweet jumps over cotton co- yeah. uh, comet. Co- what do they call? Well, them? no, yeah, we we can work vaping into this <laughs> we too, can cotton in to. there too. Um yeah, because there have to be some sort of crimes, because if, if not, like, we can just go there and, like, go to the Russian probe or whatever and, like, <laughs> tear its legs off and then draw, like, dicks right in front of its camera. Mm-hmm. And, but that seems like it should not be, it's poor sportsmanship and it seems like it should not be allowed. That's the weird thing is that today it is legal, you know? It is, it's legal because there's no such, the concept just don't exist on the moon yet. Yeah. Well, what's what's fun, too, is, like, my, my immediate concern was, okay, if we put a bunch of laws in place, is that going to make it less fun for players? But, you know, GTA has laws, and the fun is in breaking those laws. So you're going to you're gonna be doing wheelies over craters. You're going to be punching a little uh, little beep-boop alien, a little green alien man. You can hit him in, the, in his noggin and in his head and his body. Uh, and that could be a crime. Just assaulting an alien man? Yeah, um, just hitting him. Just hitting him a lot. Yeah. Um, how about another idea? And this is from <laughs> Robert J. Fangman, who said, fighting game from the perspective of arena. I like In- this a lot. You have no okay. control over the fight. You're just like, oh, fuck yeah, sick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm a little worried that this is oh, gonna... Oh, fuck yeah, kick his ass. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're not interacting. You're just watching. Oh, did you see? She just slammed his ass right onto me. Right into wow. me. Oof. Damn. I'm a little concerned that this would very quickly veer into kind of like yucky, like upskirt territory. Because if it's from the perspective of the arena, you're looking at everyone's butts start to finish. Yeah. Well, that's, okay. That's then so can we just have a no skirt policy? Like everyone's wearing shorts, mandatory jort arena or longer pants. Yeah. If you want to do shorts, we can do shorts. I want to do shorts because we got to. It's got to be a little bit. What if it's just? What if we only have two playable characters? And by two, I mean one. But we do sort of a Ken Ryu situation. Okay. And it's just two beefy lads, and they're mm-hmm. just fucking wailing on each other. Oh, yeah, get them. So this isn't really an, a tournament in the classical fighting game sense as much as it is two men wailing on each other yeah. indefinitely. Mm-hmm. And you're the, you're the zone that they do that in. Yeah, you're the zone. Is there – now, let me ask you a question that uh, I know it's, it's a little – I don't, I don't want to seem pretentious. I don't want to be the guy who's like, oh, is this a real game or not? Is there any gameplay whatsoever – in this um there's a button you can press to just be like oh fuck yeah mm-hmm. but i can do that without a button right like i well yeah there's also connect functionality you can just yell okay it. we gotta I, I i'm i was talking to phil my buddy you know phil spencer <laughs> yeah, i've heard of him yeah yeah i was talking to philip i know phil, his bi- i know his byline from xbox wire yeah well my, my buddy phil was telling me he's like hey love the podcast you guys gotta <laughs> stop talking about the connect we're really really trying to just bury that in the backyard and we're y'all pi- can't we're keep pivoting Kind of away from the connect. Well, um, tough shit. We're, we don't we don't answer to the beck and call of big Microsoft. That's true. Only big Sony. <laughs> yep. And, and little Nintendo. <laughs> this one is from Christopher J. Guard, and I don't think it's going to be a particularly deep vein. But he did say business dogs with a Z, and then fuck, I don't know. <laughs> is that the subtitle? Bus- no, not a subtitle. <laughs> business dogs. Fuck, I don't know. All right. I like the idea of I, I I I'm really into 
the you know like the Stanley Parable and the Beginner's Guide games that are very much about game development without being in like the Matt Hazard like jerk off kind of way. Sure. sure. Um, and I like the idea of a game that is just kind of falling apart around you as you play it because mm-hmm. the developers become less interested in completing it. Yeah, yeah, it does. It maybe reflects a little bit poorly on us that we're just giving up hope halfway through the title well, of no, the no, game. No, well, no, 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 no. It's art, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's art. That would be a unique uh, experience. Gotcha. It's a you. meta. It's game. meta, right? Like it's getting shittier, but it's on purpose. So calm the fuck down with that with that Eurogamer four. Back right. off for like a second. Did you not get the art? Because it's supposed to get shitty there at the end. Mm-hmm. There's only three levels, ironically. Yeah. You don't... They just don't get lost it. on you. So like level one would be like you're a bunch of dogs and there'd be a ton of dogs. Oh my God, the dog assets. Mm-hmm. They would be insanely detailed. Like incredibly something detailed. that clearly took years and years and to, you would play to it. craft. And then maybe two hours and one minute into mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Roughly. The dogs just start disappearing. Just like just like popping out of existence. They just I like that. begin to fail to be rendered until there's only one dog model left. Because I um, love this this tension between like you and I have both been playing a ton of Fire Emblem lately. Oh, I so love much. this this tension between like a, a permadeath mechanic where the characters you fall in love with are just being yoinked out of the game like right. for no reason. Like it, this weird tension between the game developers running out of resources and you losing your loved business dogs, you know? Interesting. I hadn't even considered that angle. Yeah, there's a there's a lot we can do uh, with with player interaction here. Uh, I've got I've got one if you feel ready. I am from uh, Matthew Guzdial who says no one can know I'm a gun baby. I have one here from uh... now. Hear me out. Oh, God, you got You're a gun baby, right? Okay. I don't need to walk you through that part. That's obvious. Now, no one can know about your status as a gun baby. So I'm imagining. You, is this is this just a baby with a gun? Yeah, it's just it's a, yeah, it's a gun. You, you know what a gun baby is, right? I can't explain every single well, it noun. Could be, it could be like when a big old, you know, uh, a, a big old shotgun m- makes sweet love to an AK, and mm-hmm. then like a, oh, a, what would, a Walter VV Seven comes out. What would that gun look like? And do you think when a gun goes birth, they just like blast him out the barrel? Oh yeah, it's and now you have a, a sun gun. I I love the idea though, and this isn't what he submitted, but the idea of a game where you make two guns have sex, you're breeding guns into yeah. new guns, and it like on some spore shit is dynamically generating what the the gun son will look like. Yeah, that could be fun. Um, would you get to shoot the guns ever, or is it just like look but don't touch? There's going to be a shooting range, but the problem. Do you think is the-, the way that a gun impregnates another gun is to shoot inside its barrel? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> and that's the that's how you that's how you do the actual breeding. You well, like I'm, set the set the 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 receiving gun down the range, and then you have to shoot into its barrel. Boom, pregnant. From far away. You got to You got to aim just right. We, there was there was a nice dialogue that happened in our uh, in our pitches, mm-hmm. um, and it started with Soxfan ninety two, who said Nico Atsume, the the casual cat babysitting game for phones, right? But birds, and I I liked that because I liked the idea of like birds coming. But before you can do literally anything, they just go away because birds are intangible. Right. They're they're skittish. Um, but Bogo Sangria said, and I think maybe this influenced your previous idea, Nico Atsume, but Call of Duty guns. So the guns oh. would just like come to you and it'd be like, oh, babe, look, an MP5. I'm going to feed it some chicken nuggets. What are, yeah. What are the snacks that you're leaving out to, to woo these guns? <laughs> you can like leave out a little rice ball. 
And then <laughs> you're talking about a. And then you get a up. notification like you've got a new visitor in your gun garden, and you go to it, and there's just like an, an animate shotgun, no animation, just laying on the ground, <laughs> and it's like, oh, cool. But you can't like touch it, you can't shoot it, you can't do no. anything with it. It's just there, and it's like, oh, neat. Okay. <laughs> neat. A shotgun is here on the ground now. But it would have a cute name, like Daryl. That is a cute name. I'm worried if we go with Daryl, it's going to be like, oh, that's just the prototypical, most obvious cute name. Like, let's go for something a little more subtle. Cheesecake. There you go. Now we're cooking. So are these, I, not, I, my, when you've said that, maybe this, maybe I'm only thinking this because the bird thing made me think of Hotful Boyfriend. Yeah. But I love the idea of it just being photographs of guns. Do you know what I mean? Interesting, yeah, Like, sure. let's not, we don't need a cutesy drawing. I want it to be a actual, maybe even a licensed firearm just in in your in in a otherwise very nikoatsumi cartoony kind of world do you feel me and this game would be really easy to develop because if we're just talking about photoshop and some jpegs over the nikoatsume assets is what it sounds like we're talking about <laughs> i think so is that allowed you know it's it's mobile games right like what's there it's a there, lawless yeah, it's hellscape you can do whatever you want um can i bounce this one off you by evie on twitter who yes. sent in a bunch but the one i'm uh, absolutely enamored with is do wake daddy <laughs> i like that See, they've, imagine- kind of, they've, I- they've flipped the uh the classic thing no, so the, the thing about don't wake daddy as a as a board game is that it's it's all about the tension of whacking that big old button on the alarm clock hoping that daddy doesn't sit up straight and his cap flies off right yeah, so how it do you like right in the eyeball and then you're blind in that eyeball it does get that is why that game is illegal now now what is do wake daddy does it work the the opposite way like what's the how does this play i'm envisioning you just have a shitty dad who's bad at keeping his promises that's it yeah but then like he'll sleep it it'll be like you told me you'd take me to the park today and he's like uh, pretending to be asleep and it's like yo steve wake the fuck up you gotta call him steve you have to snap to attention now i want to get in front of this one and say i am envisioning connect functionality yeah i figured you were though i kind of knew and it would be yell to wake up your dad but if you don't yell loud enough your dad's not gonna wake up Ever. Ever. And then you have to go inside of the dad's dream? No, it's bad. New yeah. pitch. It's it's so... The weirdest thing is, like, so many of these pitches are good, but then we gotta kind of put our hands on the Ouija board and feel it out and see what direction it goes. And a lot of times it just goes off the Ouija board and into the uh, trash can that we have next to it. Let's you know? just rapid fire them, and we'll fucking stop when we think right. we found the one that's gonna have Let's a go. nug. Tyler Davenport says, Maroon 5 in outer space. It's very good, but no. No? How about uh, Drew Johnson said Heathcliff versus Garfield? Mm-hmm. I think we've done enough two-person fighting games for today. I Shit, think you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, Sir Sitrus on Twitter says, Hot Air Balloon Gardening Simulator. Now, the reason like I watering like, plants from, like, from really mile. high. I'm, you're like, that's great because you're having to plan your shots out. Yeah, far. sure. It's almost like a worm situation. You're factoring in, like, wind. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Weed Lord Vegeta... <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck weed lord vegeta said john candy crush saga oh wait i think i did put the wrong pronunciation on that john candy crush saga no it's hard to do the right pronunciation on that one huh are you familiar with john candy i'm not familiar with john candy wait what i don't you know i don't know any things right <laughs> i shouldn't be laughing it's very sad john candy Uncle Buck, planes, trains, and automobiles, Home Alone. I don't. I haven't seen you. You've seen Home I've fucking seen home, Alone. I've seen Home Alone, but the the Polka King of the Midwest. You're just John Candy. Like 
You're just Uncle you're fucking right. Buck. Who's Uncle Buck? What are you talking? Uncle about? Buck from Uncle Buck. Is that a sh- is it a show? Is that a song? <laughs> yes, the ballad of Uncle Buck. <laughs> you piece of shit, Uncle Buck. I'm sorry, Griffin. I don't know what to tell you. You can tell. You can apologize. I, th- here's the thing about cool that. runnings. That's the the Jamaicans, and they go on the bobsled, right? Haven't seen it. You're familiar with Candy Crush Saga, though, right? I am familiar with Candy Crush Saga. Okay, well, there's an actor. He passed away. Okay, um, but his name is John Candy, and, and the very... joke is that's the, it's that guy's name. Oh my god! It seems like some good shit. This one was from Ramona, who said, you're a borrower in the White House. I don't know that we could get a lot of comedy content out of this, but I'm fucking obsessed now with this idea of you starting out very little in a house full of things. It doesn't have to be the White House. I'm just like mm-hmm. anything. Um, kind of like Katamari Damacy, but instead of just getting bigger, you're always small, but you get new tools to like na- get, oh. navigate the terrain. So it's almost like a, you're picturing an uh, Arkham Asylum situation of like you'll, you'll get a new tool, come back to that bookshelf, climb up onto the desk. Um, yeah, that's what I'm envisioning. I, I'm thinking of Harley's humongous adventure for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System platform. Are you familiar with this? I'm not familiar with Harley's humongous adventure, but I hear that it's the John Candy of SNES games. That's mean. Although it was out when he was still with us. God, to go back to those days. Uh, I just Googled it to make sure I got the name right. Apparently got a 21 out of 40 from, uh, Famitsu, so... It was not loved back in the day, but mm-hmm. you were a little man who was a scientist and he got shrunk down and then you had to like go around the kitchen and not drown in shit. I love this idea. I think I it's... do like I do like us exploring more size play in our games. Yeah, and you I mean you know I'm into that shit. I know you're into size play. Cuz if you get swallowed. Oh, that's a whole that's a whole another ball that's game. That's a whole another delicious forbidden kettle of fish. Mm. Well, you take... were trying to keep it a little less sexy for the time being. Uh, that's a good point. How about this one from John Dude, bro? I'm obsessed with this. Tony Hawk, but with trucks. Oh, that's a real, that's a very visceral image right off the bat. Like, I immediately picture uh, a big wheeler doing, like, a 50-50 grind. Doing a 50-50 grind, but also you have some shitty butt ska in the background. Mm-hmm. You're doing, like, lip tricks, and it's like... Is there... So, I'm I'm loving this, too, because I feel like... There is a little bit of, of interesting scale work to be done here. Like, I, I love the idea of building out a skate park meant for trucks. No. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. You you are forgetting the greatest thing about the Tony Hawk series, which is it was, or, like, ordinary environments that just had fucking half pipes up in them. So I'm <laughs> okay. imagining a small truck just driving through an outdoor school and just grinding on shit and doing flips and stunts and stuff. I feel like it changes the tone of it, though. It changes the tone of the objectives. Like, if if the solution to get Chuck unstuck in, in Canada in Tony Hawk 3 was he gets hit by a vehicle. Yeah. He gets unstuck, but he also gets, he gets unstuck from this mortal coil. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, he gets, yeah. Yeah. It's a different thing. His, his, his soul gets unstuck <laughs> from, from his, his body. body. Right. That's a good point. But, again, I do want to just steer you, like one would steer a truck, back to that good, good mental image you had just a moment ago like a of lot. a truck doing a grind. I did like the in the sound of it and the physicality. Like I think if we can achieve the weight of it, yeah, if we yeah, can yeah. make it feel. And then EA real. would come out with a game called Truck. 
Yep. <laughs> this, this game would be just like you're actually driving into a half pipe and you just like fucking crash and you go flying from the vehicle and you die. And it's like, isn't it realistic? Yeah, it's realistic, but I couldn't but figure out fun? how to do fucking anything. Like, yeah, you use the two sticks like this. It's better than Tony. It's not. It's not. You're being like, you're being obtuse right now. Go away, black box. They did. They did. And it's because shit like this. It's because, well, you know what I do love though? Like we can, we can still glean something from that, which is, isn't there a part of the skateboard called the truck? Yeah, yeah. So that's the name of the game right there. It's truck. Well, no, well, I, no, we'd have to get a license on it. Like Tony Hawk. Well, it can't be Tony Hawk. That bridge is burned. I went back and watched our overview of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5, which, did you realize that has like 400,000 views on YouTube? Yeah, for whatever reason, that that blew up. I think it's because the title of it, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5, is a terrible game. It's it's certainly evocative and true, Uh, but that brand is just gone. Sure. So who's the Tony Hawk of trucks? Fuck. Google truck drivers. I I don't think there is a famous truck driver, but there are people I can imagine who do drive trucks and just love it, like a Kenny Chesney or a Garth Brooks. Hmm. You know how Tony Hawk had, like, Ska Rock? I feel like there are video game franchises that have types of music associated with them, right? Sure, yeah. But I don't think we have that for um, country and southern rock music. That's true. Nobody has... It's an untapped vein in in gaming, by and large. Um, So, like, I'm thinking, like, this would be to, to what... Uh, Tony Hawk did for a uh, for a ska a ska rock band or a punk band um, truck or, or or Garth Brooks good trucking time uh, would would do for country and southern music a lot of good. little a lot of little big town a lot of Chesney. <laughs> Is there going to be uh, like any any custom soundtrack or do we lock it in? Because I think too many games these days uh, let you turn the music down. And I don't think that's something we oh, want to do. Oh, absolutely not. That, that is contrary to the spirit of the thing. I want to somehow hack into your TV so you can't even mute it. You can't even turn the TV down. Right. Once once you start playing this game from start to finish. Well, Griffin, because, I don't think that's that's realistic. But what we could do is a USB peripheral add-on that's just a giant speaker, like a big amp, that is mandatory to be plugged in for you to play the game. And it's just blaring those trucker tunes all day long. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking maybe three songs on the on the soundtrack, mm-hmm. and it just Sounds cycles and just cycles between them. And the first will be "I Like It, I Love It" by Tim McGraw. The second will be how about we go two Tim McGraw songs and then one extra? Okay. Um, doesn't he have a song about refried beans? I'm I'm almost certain that he has a song <laughs> about refried beans. Let me Google Tim McGraw. Read Tim. Tim, are you are you stuck on spelling Tim? I can help refried. you with that. Oh, he has one called Refried Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> That's too good to be true. An asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's he not has even Refried Dreams. That's not even. That's a slant rhyme. That's not even Dreams and Beans. <laughs> not, oh, Jesus. Shame on you, Tim. All right, I like it. I love it. Refried Dreams. Do we want to put Don't Take the Girl in there? Because I feel like that one might not be good to truck skate to. No, no. uh, let's do some maybe John Michael Montgomery's Letter from Home, a a touching wartime ballad. Are you talking about the third song? Yeah. Because I was thinking we kind of, we just 
get like a a license like a a Creative Commons Kevin McLeod fucking song that has no no, no words, words in it. It's just like yeah. 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 All right, and it's it's unlockable. You get it for beating the game. So for the first playthrough, it is those two Tim McGraw songs on loop. Is Tim McGraw the driver of every truck? Is he the name we're going to get on? Like if the if the if the soundtrack is going to be this single faceted, I feel like it's time to get this man's name on it. I don't know. I, I feel like in a like we. Are we missing an opportunity to get a real big rig licensor on it? I, I think Tim McGraw is definitely the face. Are you of thinking the name big rig? Because I was th- I was thinking a like a like a Ford F one fifty or something. Oh, okay. You don't you're not thinking like a like because we got no because that that genre that genre is done tapped. But there's nothing about like a uh, just a you know, good old four wheeler you might go mudding in. That's true. Well, I, I still think we have an unlockable big rig. I think what set Tony Hawk apart was the. I, I, basically, what I'm getting at is, I think an unlockable should be a full size big rig driven by Darth Maul. I think that's the the final final thing you get in this game. Um, but yeah, let's go small trucks. We can go small trucks. Well, no, I do want to ask like about Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. No, I, that was me asking about Darth Maul. I think we're gonna we're gonna recycle the same Darth Maul model from the early Tony Hawk games. I think. Man, I really was starting to get get deep into this idea of it being big rigs. I I love the idea of a big rig grinding on a rail. I love the idea of a of a big rig style uh, speaker that comes with the game. I was kind of thinking that, and I was trying to set you up for this, that by pinching pennies on the licensed soundtrack part, we can maybe pack in just a couple pieces of trucker speed, a couple small capsules in every game. Mm-mm-mm. But no, you want small trucks, don't you? This is, I guess, this is what is this, game development's like, and, huh? and this is where we break up, I guess. Ah. Well, hey, man, we had a good run. Three yeah. episodes and maybe like a half. A half of one. Um, and then we'll split off into two separate podcasts. Cool Games, Cool Games Inc. Cool Games Inc. Birthright and Cool Games Inc. <laughs> Conquest. Can we add that? Like, like we said, we've been playing that game nonstop. Can we somehow get that functionality into the game? Where you have to make a choice between big, big rigs and oh my small trucks. <laughs> Chapter six is when you when the divisive thing happens. In in the in the big rigs in in the small trucks ch- uh, campaign, Tim McGraw is your dad, right? But in the big rigs one, Darth Maul is your dad. Darth Maul. We're getting a, we're you. getting a little Darth absurd. Maul, mm, this sounds great, actually. Darth Maul <laughs> stole you from Tim McGraw. Okay, and forcibly adopted you, raised you as his own son, and you would there. You had times throughout your youth where you're like, "Why do I not have a black and red spiky head?" Yeah, yeah. Um, Why am I not a Zebrak? I believe that is his species. Zebrak. Okay. Yes, confirmed. Zebrak. Nice. Uh, so, oh fuck! I just have to. Sorry, I got to stop the podcast for a minute here because while I was googling the name of the Tim McGraw song "Refried Dreams," I accidentally clicked through the wiki article. Can I oh, read? The, can accidentally. I read the, can I read the content? Yeah, just run me through a couple. Give me the. T- Oh, it's only three. It's only three sentences. Oh, four. Sorry, four sentences. Here we go. The first verse shows the protagonist's significant other has left the relationship without warning. To get over his despair, he goes to Mexico to rekindle some old dreams, or in this case, what he calls refried dreams. In the second and final verse, I love that Tim McGraw punt gets you with that one-two punch, and then he out. In the second and final verse, the picture was ragged and dirty, and wondering what he's doing there. That sentence is garbage. The song <laughs> is a pun on the Mexican dish refried beans. Thank you, Wikipedia. Oh, I was wondering. I like that they saved that for last. Are you sure you're on Wikipedia and not like Rap Genius, the Tim McGraw <laughs> section of Rap Genius? <laughs> like, what is this breakdown of the meaning of the song? I didn't know they catered in that. 
Uh, all right, McGraw, we got the McGraw-Ralph, the Mall route, and that's the fucking heat right there, right? Because that's the money, like, that's where the money comes in. Ha ha, mm-hmm. you have to buy your game twice. Because at the end, it's like, we just show you a little bit of the picture. Are we going to get ambitious enough to do a third route? Do you, uh, like a special edition thing, like an unlockable DLC down the line yeah, for yeah. Revelations, where you mm-hmm. find out... I don't. I haven't actually played the Revelations, so we've got to kind of make up our own thing here. Tim McGraw and Darth Maul are both your dad, but then we have to have a third different type of vehicle. Airpl- yeah, well, airplanes, <laughs> probably planes. Which to save money is just going to be a skin applied to the big rig model that we had already oh, coded. D- m- m- don't get it fucking twisted. These are all just going to be skins of the same <laughs> wireframe box. Do you think? Tell me if you think this is stupid. The, f- I want the you big to be rig, the big rigs me. will be the same size as the flatbed trucks. <laughs> all right, it's just a small big. Rig. Just a small big rig, <laughs> like a skinny small big rig. In, in, or you- in this case, as it would just be called a rig. Just a rig, a regular rig, mid rig. Tell me if you think this is is dumb, and I I need you to be honest with me because I I don't want you to don't spare my feelings here. But, I have never done that. Okay, but do you think it would be good if the cover art was Darth Maul wearing Tim McGraw's big hat? I feel like Tim McGraw is not getting like, like a, I feel like Tim it's, McGraw is going no, no, to no. refuse to sign on to the project if we don't do him the the very. Like regular service of putting him on the cover of the game that bears his name, mm, and I think in order to because we got to get the Star Wars fans in too, <laughs> I think it's gonna say Tim McGraw apostrophe s at the top, and then Darth Maul wearing a Tim McGraw hat, and then the rest of the game title underneath. Um, and the rest of the title is gonna be called "What If Trucks." <laughs> <laughs> what What if question mark? trucks what no if, no more punctuation well what if question mark trucks colon fates <laughs> to, to sort of emphasize the Tim McGraw's what if trucks fates <laughs> oh all right i'm feeling very very strongly about this oh, okay uh should we should we bring in our special guest to kind of what if And I love this because it opens us up to other games in the What If series, you know, this sort of expanded universe. It's, it's also the shortest sentence in the English language that makes sense. A lot mm-hmm. of people don't know that. Tim McGraw's What If <laughs> Yeah, trucks. the shortest verse in the Bible is Tim McGraw's What If Trucks Face. It's Matthew 2 too. Oh my god. I think this is our best game yet, Griffin. It's I, definitely our best fucking name yet. <laughs> Well, to, to kind of help us solidify and lock in this design, I think we should bring in our, our ringer this week around. We got, we got Dave Tack, Polygon's Dave Tack, uh, on the line, who's gonna, who's gonna basically hear out our pitch, maybe help us grease I, it up, I, shape I, that topiary into a nice. Yeah, I do want to say, uh, if you have recommendations for people that we should have on Cool Games Inc., um, let us know. Is this it? Is this the show? Oh yeah. my god, Dave, no, we were just, literally, Nick and I were looking at each other across the studio, and we were counting one, two, three, and introduce our friend Dave. And then, like, Is this as the we were show on, about- and, then, and now you're fucking over-talking on us. Is this the one where we talk about food video games? I guess we just, I guess it's okay if we don't have a guest for one week, right? People won't mind. Well, right? One of us could do, like, a fun um, voice. That could be good. I know a giraffe. Oh, Oh, God. Don't bring that garbage (laughs) shit into this podcast room, please. Everybody, please welcome the program. Dave Tack. Dave Tack, how is it going? It's good. How are you guys doing? 
Wow. It's, uh, my favorite thing about Dave Tack is, well, his voice, but also just like how natural it feels to have a conversation with him. Mm-hmm. It's very human, which I like. <laughs> there's like a, having a conversation with him, there's like a really nice back and back. Not a, not, a, <laughs> not so much a back and forth. No. It's basically a, a full-blown du- retreat. The double back, I call Dave it. Tack, Dave Tack, can I ask, is there like a special like hot drink that you make for yourself that you drink every morning when you wake up. Not coffee, that's the obvious joke, but like that makes your voice that fucking buttery. Mm-hmm. Green tea, honey, and Splenda. Just the uh, way For you whatever s- reason, Splenda works better yeah. than sweet and low. Yeah, because it's all gravelly and it just like cuts those pipes up. Mm-hmm. It's pi- he does it about, Dave, correct me if I'm wrong, about 400 degrees Fahrenheit to really burn everything <laughs> really up and just, just really mess roast your Roast that shit I up. Mean, I know that sounds impressive, but we've talked about the special recipe before, yeah. Nick. So, Can I request that you say the word honey again, the way that you said it the last time? <laughs> what did I say, honey? No. Honey. You didn't go up. You were going milk, down and milk, you had honey. a nice pause. M- milk with honey. No. Mm, that was close. Honey. 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 Well, hit the, hit honey. the huh a little bit higher. Honey. Ugh. Honey. It's like I, your voice, Dave Tack, is like, I went to Golden Corral and I went to the gravy station, and I just dunked my head right the fuck in there. Do you also want to die afterwards because you went to Golden Corral? I, do, I don't eat the food. I'm not a plebeian. Oh, you just you just dunk your head in the I gravy. Eat at the, I eat at the Platinum Corral. Can I ask you, my, so guys, something that I've wanted to ask you for a really long time? Who's John Candy? Wait, did Golden Corral make you think of this? Yeah, it did. Okay. Uh, is Cracker Barrel, the cheese brand, the same as the Cracker Barrel restaurant that yeah. we all know and love? Yeah. It is? That's I the same? So. It's yeah. not just a coincidence? That would be weird. Davey Gravy Tech, can we uh, bounce our idea against you, and then you tell us how it hits your brain and your ears and your mind, and then mm-hmm. you would give us a pre-review of it, and if you want to make jokes in there too, cool. Let's do this. I'm assuming you have never listened to Cool Games, Inc. before. What is Cool Games, Inc.? I'm glad you asked. It, this. You're looking at it. <laughs> You're, you are it. Listen. Listen to me. Okay. How familiar are you? Which one are you? Griffin McElroy. <laughs> How familiar are you with skateboarding? I am aware that it exists, and right. um, I've been on a couple. Take all that knowledge out and throw it in the fucking dumpster behind your house. Light it on fire. No, you don't have to go crazy about it. Just throw it away, because you what? don't need that institutional knowledge. If anything, it's going to bias you against the idea that we've crafted. Just think about the, the, the verbs involved with skateboarding, the, the parts that we love about it. It's not the board. It's never been the board, no, Dave. It's, it's, the, it's the things you do on the board. Right. How familiar mm. are you with, with Boney Tony Hawk? I know who he is. Do you know about the airman? I met him once. Dave, let me, let me ask it to you in a way that's a little more straightforward. Some people are born with the tone bone, and some people aren't. Were you born with the tone bone? Uh, Dave Tack, don't dodge the question. Do you have the tone bone or not? No. Okay. Where do I get it? It's where is the tone bone? I've always thought of it as sort of a metaphysical thing, but it sounds like you're suggesting, mm-hmm. Nick, that it's an actual bone in your body. Oh, it's a real bone, and this is this is something that we've only been able to prove in the past three hundred d- days. Uh, but there is a bone. It's in the foot. It, it depends on if you are uh, if you're goofy or regular, which foot it's in. But it's a real it's a real physical bone. Is it like uh, my sixth toe? Is that the tone bone? It, Congratulations, it, Dave! You have you have you it. have a tone bone. I I said sixth toe. Yeah, like does I that mean you got six. you got he's got three got on each foot? <laughs> some fucking Mickey Mouse shit. No, no, no. Six on one foot, zero on the other. Okay, interesting. 
I have a two, yeah. one, two and four. Um, all right. So Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. You're familiar with it? I know you've probably... I know of it. Okay. Um, what if we took skateboards and the human beings on those skateboards out of the equation whatsoever, but we kept sort of the general feel, the look, the not the soundtrack. We'll get to the soundtrack later. It's important. Um, but we take the, the how those games felt to play, but literally just did a skin swap of the skateboarder doing the tricks on the ramps and the lip tricks and the grinds. Skins, okay, I'm not saying that I don't know what skin swap means, but maybe some listeners don't know what it means, and you could explain that to them. Well, video game assets are divided into two, two different folders mm-hmm. on the disc, and those folders are labeled backgrounds and skins. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you get, so like Nathan Drake in Uncharted, he's a, mm-hmm. he is a skin. It, which is literally like it's a literal concept because he's really just a bunch of skin on some scaffolding in the no, shape you, of in the shape of Nolan North. You uh, may have heard people you. refer to them as as rigs also, which is going to come very much. It's going to be very confusing here in just a minute. Now those those ruins that he's jumping all around and swinging around and digging out treasure in those are backgrounds. Okay. So when he's climbing up one, it's if he's climbing up like a uh, an old mummy's face, um, but the mummy's like the mummy's not a skin in this. It's a giant mummy, and he's in the background. Mm-hmm. He's a background, and then you would animate the skin over the background. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. You he Nathan Drake's mummy. So we're gonna take skateboarders and the skateboard out of the whole fucking picture and throw mm-hmm. it in the dumpster behind your house, and we're gonna replace that with Nick. With Nick. No, although that maybe. would be cool. Not a bad idea. Be, but you wouldn't have any vehicle. It would just right, no skateboard. It would just be Nick running <laughs> just at me. ramps and stuff. I'm wearing those Sonic Adventure Two Battle shoes with the little with the fucking hole. soaps. Yeah, yeah. I'm wearing some soaps. Wait a minute. So I feel like I feel like you erased the whole game at this point. There's no, no. There's no. There's no Tony Hawk. There's no skateboards, and the backgrounds are gone. No, the backgrounds are still there. Just the skins are we're, gone. We're just in a skate park. Or a school, or an airport, or, anything. Or the moon. Pirate ship. Yeah, they've done a bunch of weird gar- garbage with that series. Um, so we're going to take the skateboards <laughs> out of it, and we're going to replace it with trucks. 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 RC trucks? No. Monster trucks. You know trucks? Small trucks? No, you, know, tru- like, you know trucks that you drive, like trucks around? You drive like, trucks around, you know trucks? Optimus Prime? Okay, he's asking an important question, but he's doing mm-hmm. it in a bad way. Flat flatbed trucks? Or are we talking about big rigs? That's the question that you meant to ask, Dave. You just did a bad job with it, but I'm. Just... Do you want to you you want to just do this for me? Yeah, sure. Big uh, flatbed <laughs> trucks or big rigs? Griffin, well, will you, will your you voice say doesn't... honey in that voice? Yeah, honey. <laughs> oh my god, it's like talking to a mirror. Well, that the mirror doesn't. No, it doesn't reflect the noise. No. You Mirrors don't really do sound as much as they do light. But hey, Dave, listen. We're trying to tell you about a, a okay trucks, trucks, here. trucks, trucks in in a skate park. Um, but I know you're wondering, flatbed trucks or big rigs? That's what I'm saying. Little trucks or commercial trucks? Okay. Consumer or commercial? Yeah, another way of th- of thinking about it for sure. Um, what if we get to what if we do both? Mm-hmm. And it's a funny story. I think we'll go over this in in our interviews when the press wants to talk to us about this game. But the story of how we got this way actually came from a misunderstanding during development. Me and Griffin got about eighty percent of the way through the project when we realized. Uh, I was thinking big rigs, and he was thinking smaller, small, smaller, uh, com- uh, uh, consumer-based, consumer trucks, consumer-facing trucks. We got the ball of the ninety-yard line, then we realized we we're on different teams. Yeah, he was thinking no. GMC, and I was thinking Matt, Freightliner yeah, and for Peterbilt. Sure. You know? um, so, what have we told you that in the middle of our campaign, not the middle, maybe chapter six, early on, 
Because mm. I'm imagining sort of a Tony Hawk Underground Tale of Redemption. Um, you have to make the very difficult decision between commercial and consumer trucks. And mm. say there is like a a figurehead leading that faction, and either one could be your dad, and you have to make the decision between the two of them. Um, and it's like going to be a really actual difficult moral decision that sort of shapes mm-hmm. the tone of the game. And also we could sell it as two different consumer products with an option of having a third expansion campaign at the end of it. The faction is – are the trucks? Well, the factions the are the types of trucks. It's a big rigs versus No, no, I'm rigs. saying – who are the trucks trying to convince me to choose them, or is well, some no, strange there, man no, who might be it, my strange father there are two, trying to convince me? There are two human avatars, by which I mean one well, human, human and but, one Zabrak, right. um, and that are trying to convince you to to join their side because they are your dad. This is tough. What have I been doing for six levels in a school with a truck? That's a good question. Yeah, are we, we haven't have figured that out yet. You know how in, in games for like Tony Hawk 4 onward, you can get off the skateboard, you can just kind of run around? Yeah. I think the first six chapters are all going to be that. Or what are the first six chapters? Basically, you pull up to the school, and then you get out and go to the playground or something? Yeah, what are the first six chapters are a Tony Hawk game? But then a truck pulls up, oh, and you're like, oh, that's fun. fuck, that's sweet. Never mind. That's way better. Oh, you make the like, skateboard really like, slow. Wait, 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 wait. It's like the first Halo when the flood shows up. The game you start playing is not the game you finish playing. Yeah, and what if we have this uh, inciting moment happen two hours and one minute into the experience? <laughs> 121 minutes outside of the okay. returns window on Steam. That's kind of our, our whole business model. I don't know is. that we could turn in two hours of good skateboarding. A good two hours of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater uh, skateboarding. Well, the thing is, I don't we're think gonna... anybody can do that lately. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I think if we license the Tony Hawk engine, then we could, we could probably make an okay skateboarding game by just using the stuff that's there. Yeah, I mean, that's this... a good point. I think it's important to note, like, this is not unprecedented, the idea of using the Tony Hawk engine to woo a new demographic. There was a game, a GameCube game, I don't know if you remember, called Disney's Extreme Skate Adventure, where you were, like, Mm. skating through the jungle as, uh, what's his name, Tarzan, on, like, a piece of wood that literally ran on the Tony Hawk 4 engine. I think, and it got just solid sevens across the board. I think that could be us. Oh, I would kill for a solid seven. You have two leaders of the two different factions. Faction, mm-hmm. The faction leaders. leaders. The faction leaders are on the big rig side. Darth Maul from Star Wars One, the first mm-hmm. Star Wars. The other faction leader on the flatbed side is Tim Motherfucking McGraw. Tim Yeehaw McGraw. Tim Yeehaw McGraw. <laughs> slim, Slim Tim McGraw. Well, I I know I want Tim McGraw to be my dad. Yeah, for sure. That's a good dad. I want to live like I was dying. Uh, oh, fuck. Well, unfortunately, that song's not on the soundtrack. The soundtrack mm. is mostly Tim McGraw, by which I, I mean, mean not- 66.6 repeating percent of the soundtrack is Tim McGraw. And I know you're wondering what songs. I like it, I love it, and Refried Dreams. Okay. Could maybe we negotiate for stuff over the credits no we i mean no we we, we talked to tim's people and his prices are exorbitant by me and griffin standards so we kind of reverse chronological like sorted the list by what two songs would be the it's, cheapest to license and that's how we landed on refried dreams yeah uh, it's six million dollars per song okay well that's just uh ridiculous it's not like he needs the money no that's and that's what i said i said tim i said slim slim tim slimbo you're being really really stingy right now you've got you've got that super bowl money baby Oh, f- shit. Griffin, we we blew it. We messed up. Oh, no. 
we made a huge, huge error. Um, unfortunately, I, I'm I'm willing to do whatever it takes to accommodate this. We might need to cut some levels. We might need to dial back the number of stages to oh. maybe three or four. There is a Tim McGraw song that we unfortunately are absolutely <laughs> have to license for this game. It's a 2013 song, so I could forgive you for not knowing it. It's a recent McGraw, and I know not everyone loves recent McGraw. Uh, yeah. But Griffin, this song is called Truck Yeah. <laughs> And I, oh. unfortunately, this I is a. He ran away. He went out the door, which is interesting because most of our budget was going towards paying Griffin for his exorbitant consultancy fees. So <laughs> that'll loosen up he, a great deal he of budget. And ran. What yeah, the fuck, saying... man? It's too good to be true. Mm. It's from the album Two Lanes of Freedom. So I, I. That could either one of those could be the name of the game. I exactly. I think no, no, I no. Two maybe, Lanes of Freedom is the name of the game. No, we have a oh, way better it. name. For the sorry, game. we've got a name. No, sorry, we have I, I another be, name yeah. for the game, Dave Tack, and please don't step. Well, can it on be it. the name of a level? Can it be the name of level six? Maybe. I mean, I guess we two lanes add, of freedom is I actually we, a really good name for the chapter where you make your decision. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. All right, so that will be the. Well, then we have to come up with discrete chapter names. That's going to cost another like what three mil? Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotta hire some writers. Gotta hire a chapter namer. Fuck this business, guys! It is absolutely brutal. It is. is that Everything control? costs money. Um, so yeah, you have, it's, it's te- technically two games with two different paths. One is Darth Maul, one is Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw does the soundtrack right. on both. Fuck you. Um, Darth Maul never made any music. Um, and you have to choose between them. I'm, 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 I'm just not realiz- realizing what a difficult prospect this is going to be, like explaining this to the layman consumer. I feel like there's a lot of people who are going to be really on board because they'll be like, fuck yeah, truck stunts, truck yeah. Oh, Tim McGraw's on board. That's it. Say no more, and we'll be like, "Thank God," because it is. It's it's genuinely difficult to explain what we're going for here. Well, here, here's an idea, right? Since nobody's going to pick Darth Maul in the Tim McGraw truck game, bullshit. You can just make his levels crappy. Save yourself the money. How about you know? I don't agree with you that no one's going to pick it, but I do agree with you that Star Wars fans will buy anything with a Star Wars man on it. So we could just make them crappy regardless. Uh, really, we'll we're gonna it. we're gonna be um, courting multiple different types of consumers. We're gonna get that American truck simulator, European truck simulator crowd, because um, they, they just they literally just see a big shiny rig and they're like, yeah, click buy. Oh wait, um, well shit, they're just gonna all refund it. Well, some of them probably won't. Uh, and then we're gonna get Tim McGraw enthusiasts, and that, just based on like the career that guy's had, there's probably hundreds of thousands of those. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Hawk fans who are just like waiting for that fucking revival. You mm-hmm. know they're going to be on board. And then the last thing you said, I already forgot what it was. <laughs> Star Wars people. I don't want to get ahead of myself here, and I know it's important to set expectations. I think this is going to be the best-selling game that there is. Out of all the you different... All you know games? how there's a bunch of different computer games? I think this is going to be number one. How are we going to market this thing to those four people? Because it's, it's going to be genuinely difficult to like target that. I guess we can do like an American Truck magazine... We'd be like, mm-hmm. hey, motherfucker, you like trucks? Come get rowdy. But in Star I mean, Wars magazine, it would be like, it's your favorite Zabrak. That's true. I mean, I already told you about the big hat on Darth Maul idea, so I don't know what you're really concerned about, because I feel like we got, that's 99% of the problem solved right there. Yeah, but if a, if a Tim McGraw enthusiast saw that, they would be scared. They'd be like, what's this demon? He took Timmy's hat. Well, that's, that's why you market to different people differently. Your CMT commercials 
Don't worry about Darth Maul. So in the well, CMT, there we would literally and explicitly say, "Oh, this game ain't got no nerd shit in it. Mm-mm. It's good old, right. good old normal truck stuff." I mean, one thing we haven't factored in is because, and I'm, I don't want to jump the gun. Dave might not know this yet, but because we're selling two discrete boxed copies of the game, mm. I think we're gonna have two pieces of cover art. So obviously. For the Darth Maul version, it's going to be Darth Maul wearing Tim McGraw's big hat. I think on the Tim McGraw version, though, we're going to have Tim McGraw with Darth Maul's spiky red and black hair situation. Well, that's not hair. Well, he doesn't really really have hair. Okay. Um, So maybe we could do the face tattoos. Fucking two Captain Picards over here are going to tell me he uses his hair spikes to breathe or something. Some (laughs) computer nerd. No, I mean Tim McGraw doesn't have hair, you dick. Oh well, now he yeah, he's got he's got Zabrakian bone spurs. That's, up there. that's why he wears Duh. that hat that he uses Duh. to breathe. God, Nick, you haven't seen Uncle Buck. You don't know about Tim McGraw's head spurs. I guess not. The pro- you haven't seen Uncle Buck? Oh, don't get me fucking started, Dave Tack. I yeah, I shouted him mm. down. Shame on you. The name of the game, Dave Tack. <laughs> It's, it's, it's extremely good. I have literally, like, moment? Ursula, who stole Ariel's voice, I have lost my ability to say the name of the game title. Are you ready? I'll, I can take this, if you would like. Please. Okay. Dave, you are, are you ready for a, a punctuational water slide <laughs> of a title? <laughs> this game, fans I don't know of... what that means, but yes. Apostrophes, question marks, colons, it's got it all. But it's not long. It's not a long name, which is good. Uh, the game is called Tim McGraw's... What if, question mark, trucks, colon, fates. Okay. Tim, Tim McGraw's. Sorry, can you say it together faster? Because it kind of gets lost when yeah. you break it up like that. Tim McGraw's, what if, trucks, fates. <laughs> you kind of do a nice, like, musical scale as you go through that name. Um, I think we've killed that Dave is, Tech. That is a disaster. It's actually very good. It's actually good, so. really, really great, and it's kind of the best thing about it. Did you? But, I know we've been having but, Skype problems this entire uh, recording. Maybe you didn't hear it when he said Tim McGraw's What If Trucks Fates. <laughs> oh, that now there's better. that giggle. You can't hide that giggle. That, that sounded voice. better because because you didn't say it as if it were seven titles with pauses in between. But that's Tim McGraw's kind of the What best If part, Trucks though. Fate. Tim McGraw's What If Trucks Fate. Oh, you mean TMGWITF? Yes. Um. We there's one issue, Nick, and that we're going to need names for the individual SKUs. So it'll be like, what if Tim McGraw's "What If Trucks Fates Redemption," and then what if Tim? Fuck this game. I, this is easy. Tim Revenge. McGraw's "What If Trucks Fates Redemption" is the Tim McGraw half, and then the other half is Tim McGraw's "What If Trucks Fates Star Wars." <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. And then you Actually, sell you, the you sell the Tim McGraw edition in you stock those in the Walmart. And then you stock the other ones in uh, the fucking toy planet, stores. planet Zebulon Nine or whatever that's fucking Star Wars. Zabrak, it's from Baloney. Mm-hmm. Live on Zabrak. Dave, most of the time when we bring a guest on this show, I we just exhibit like a lot of animosity towards them. This time, I feel like I'm more on Team Dave, and it's like a battle against Nick, who mm. has apparently never sat through a feature length film. I think I'm. I think I might be taking over the podcast. It's going to be, and that'll be like really exciting for me because I have like a whole lot of John Candy based humor. Yeah, you guys are going to have a great time with your John Candy Star Wars podcast. It's going to really rack up the listens. Okay, speaking of motherfucker, you haven't seen Spaceballs? If this was a show about making podcasts, you just invented the best one. The John Candy Star Wars podcast? Okay. I'm listening. What's the what's the Dave Tech? You've launched so many podcasts. Are probably gone at this point. What's that? What's that one look like? Thirty-seven at this point. What's that one look yeah. like? What if we called it John Candy's What If Podcast Jokes? 
<laughs> John Candy's What If Podcasts, Fates, Star Wars. I'm, I feel like you're going to get a lot of issues from Lucasfilm, from John Candy's estate, and you'll be getting more attention actually legally than you will be getting from hey, listeners. Hey, maybe there's no such, thing as, no such thing as bad press, right? That's there right. is. And by the way, who's who's talking about John Candy these days, which really is a shame. No one. That's why I don't know who John Candy is. Well, and also because you never sat through a full-length feature film. I did, just as only ones that were made after 2007. That's my, my cutoff we're, for movies. You know who's from Zebulon 6? Huh? Huh? Uh, you. Kirk? I don't... You. Okay. <laughs> Kirk. Uh, Dave Tack, review score, please, for Tim McGraw's What If Trucks Fates. <clears throat> and we, so we, when we reviewed Fire Emblem Fates, we just did, like, one whole number for the whole thing. Um... So I guess that's not going to be possible here. You think Star Wars one of one of the skews is better than mm-hmm. the other? If I'm going to put on my country music Stetson, uh, I'm going to say it's an eight point five out of ten. So just average, but <laughs> well, slightly better than average. Okay, you're really getting ding that point and a half because you didn't have my favorite Tim McGraw songs in there. Which was mm-hmm. and uh, and that that really would have helped. What was Unless your, what was your no? What was your favorite? Because no, like we talked about, I we want debated. live like you were dying. To we play talked over about the that, credits. but it's bad. To, it's bad to truck to to play over the credits. How is it possible that he doesn't have an album called Songs to Truck to? By the way, <laughs> that seems like a no brainer. Well, I guess I guess if you're doing truck stunts, you are living like you're dying. We can That's talk right. about it. We can talk about swapping it out. Okay. The problem is we've right. already we've right. already paid Listen, just, for refried yeah. dreams, and and I like it. I love it. So I'm not opposed right. to DLC as long as we're selling the song for seven to eight times what it costs on iTunes because we've got a really kind of interesting and I think novel component of how the music uh, works in the game, which is that it is mandatory and unturnoffable. Oh, that's right. Um, There's a USB plug-in uh, machine that you have to have to plug it to you play the game, and it is an unmutable, unsilenceable, unvolume changeable speaker. Okay, okay. That seems fair. We're so, going to borrow the tech that they use to see if a smoke detector has been disabled on an airplane to see if they've been messing with it at all. And if so, the game just, the console spits the copy right out. And also, right. I do I do want to mention that we do have like a Tony Hawk ride peripheral, but instead of a skateboard, it's a real Ford F-150. Okay. <laughs> but we've taken the You've go, we yourself. T- <laughs> you took the go parts out of it. So you just sort of rock point of gravity around to truck. So It's good. That's good. It's not going to work very uh, well, but neither did the ride skateboard, so whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter, as long as you sell it. I mean, uh, we'll sell it if people buy it. It's a fucking truck that we took all the go parts out of, so a bad a bad truck. I do Got love it. the idea, though, of being the steel battalion of living room-sized vehicles. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's an untapped market. Uh, what's the Star Wars version? What's the other? Yeah, if I put my Jedi robes on, mm-hmm. take my, my Stetson off, Get my lightsaber. Put on your spiky Darth Maul hair. Yeah, yeah, spiky Darth Maul hair. The the uh, th- there's no point in giving it a rating because I'm just going to buy it and then <laughs> allow it to collect dust on my uh, shelf. Star Wars so, Battlefront syndrome. All right. So it, it, it right it it makes absolutely no difference what the score is as long as you featured Darth Maul. So we're okay. good. Well, I do want to say that the, literally the only reason we bring people on the show is to get fucking numbers out of them. So so fucking sit on the toilet. And shit a score out, Dave. One, as in the chosen one. Okay, as in episode one. All right, Dave Tack. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for, um, thank you for both the highest and lowest score that we've ever. Oh, that's the police. They've come to arrest you for podcast crimes. That's right. And the plutonium. <laughs> okay, yeah, they're gone. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thanks for Dave for joining us, Nick. Thank you. 
Thanks. And uh, just a quick announcement. Uh, we will be taking uh, a quick pause on Cool Games, Inc. for the next seven months while Griffin tries to edit this episode into something <laughs> listenable. But we'll be back in very, uh, I think, December, November or December. So look forward to that episode. Yeah, it'll be great. I can't wait for it to relaunch. Um, Can I come back then? Nope. Um, <laughs> we will see you next week. Please send in your submissions when we ask for them. Um, please love us. Please help us. Please be us on iTunes. Um, thanks to Maxo for the theme song, Social Science. And catch you later. We're never we're never gonna find an outro, are we? We'll never find an outro. Um, well, that's not it. Keep on trucking. <laughs> I just realized that won't really and work just, next week. Well, remind everybody to live like you were dying. Can it just be truck? Yeah. No, that's truck. Terrible. Yeah. I like the idea of our outro being a very normal like, and we'll see you next week, and then it just leads into truck. Yeah, by Tim McGraw. <laughs> Can we do that? Yeah, sure. You got six million dollars on you. Hold on. No.